You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is how me and Gab communicate. Really? Dinner's on. Podcasting. If you were to grab a bottle of wine, I wouldn't be mad. Oh, is that what she said? Oh, that's what I said. I'm so sweet and caring. Oh, boy. But what if she didn't? Then you'd be violently mad. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. But remember what happened last time. You didn't pick up a bottle of wine. I was I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. You know, I don't like when people call me mad, but I can call myself mad. I can do whatever I want. Oh my god, 142. 142. 142 episodes. You know, I've been thinking a lot about what we Time. do. Oh, is that right? Interesting. Yeah, no, in a good way. It's just like, wow, I haven't done 100. I don't think I've done 142 of anything. Yeah, this has gone on, this whole charade has gone on for far longer than uh, than expected. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, we've made a pact that we're going to do this forever. And... I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I pressed my lips to the microphone to be like, are you sure? But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let him have this one. I'm just going to, because who knows how long forever is going to be. Forever. You know, honestly, in this world we live in where people can turn on a fucking dime, minds are made up, fucking dictators are in office, freedom, freedom isn't something you can just breathe in. No. You have to fight for every block, every loaf of bread, every kind, every fucking condom. Basically, cool, that's, real cool. That's the way life is now, and I mean, it needs an inspirational heavy metal soundtrack behind behind me when I run for office. I think it'd be cool that we're rapidly approaching an era where we could probably start to carry swords around again, which is pretty neat. We always joked about food and water shortage and bread lines and everything, and everyone's like, whatever. Oh, yeah, people loved like not believing in that shit. No. Didn't you have food and water shortages in our lifetime as your email signature at one point? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. God, we used to be like, you know, you'd go to a show in like 2007 and like be with your friends and have a good time and like talk about I fucking, I don't know, Los Crudos or some shit like that. And then we'd roll in this fucking smelly van talking about meteor extinction and uh, food and water shortages and fucking, yeah. It's, it's a real, real group of killjoys rolling and, up in your town. And you fucking laughed. And you said, oh, those guys, they're just, they're just like being wacky on purpose. Yep. No, oh. people, yeah, people loved it. Wow. I, that was a sound of apparently me leaving myself a voicemail. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> Interesting. Good. At one twenty nine p.m., I called myself from the future, and uh, I, I'm sure whatever I said was very important. What if it's, it's future you warning you that uh, something's on its way? I, yeah, that's that's kind of what I assume it is. You're not going to believe this, okay? The, I'm, this is you from the future, and shit's the fucking shit's going real bad. Like, I, I wonder what embarrassing ass thing I would have to say to myself to get current self to believe future self like what deep down mental thing that I've suppressed <laughs> for decades would no. future me have to bring up in order for me to be like okay I believe it's I believe it's future me go for it 
No, come on. I don't. I I wouldn't believe a word future me said because I'd probably I'd be under the influence of something. It's like the deer just hunter. being a ball buster. Like you know, if yeah. we get fucking uh, trans time telephones in thirty years, we'll just do this <laughs> podcast and just call ourselves in the past, warning us about some bullshit. Speaking of being a ball buster, I have tried so hard to not do fake RIP posts. <laughs> I was trying to racking my brain. Who would be the celebrity, the first to go in twenty seventeen? Who's the first one? That would, like, um, devastate everybody. Steve Perry from Journey. Yes, that's a great fake one. Do I get in trouble for that? Yeah, you might. I don't know. Apparently, a uh, potentially real one is uh, uh, Charles Manson on uh, on the edge of the Great Abyss right now. Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Yeah, that's what's Damn. going on right there. It's a dude in a record store who's really, like, fucking <laughs> white-knuckling it, hoping... <laughs> Hoping yeah. that fucking he dies so he can sell his fucking Charles Manson record. He had a great song called On the Road with My Bag. Charles Manson did. I'll have to go and listen to that. I I listened to his whole fucking record or whatever it was once. It was was not great. G- but, German uh, German Krautrock band, the Petards, covered it. You want me to play it for you? No, that's okay. You don't sure? Do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I'm perfectly okay yeah. picturing that in my mind. All right. I mean, I can. It's fine. Okay. That's, that's no problem. Charles Manson's still looking pretty good for his age. You know, he's keeping it tight. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. <laughs> looking all right. I mean, the, the, the man's it. been beaten up every day of his life for the past 45 years. Uh, you know, he's I think right. he Not gets respect. I mean, I know Dahmer got to shit beat out of him and was broomstick raped. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I think uh, Dahmer went out in a way that was uh, about on par with uh, the dignity we'd uh, we'd like to give him. But do you think people are like, yo, I'm like fucking, it's like, it's like celebrity, like, oh, I, I passed by Charles Manson in the cafeteria, but I was way too nervous to talk to him. Yeah, I don't know, because you never see him, like, with a black eye or any shit like that, but you have to assume, like, where is he at fucking, like, Corcoran or some shit? You have to assume that every dude who gets sent up just wants to, like, pop this guy in the mess, or at least for... Probably 25 years or so. I, I think uh, there's a point later on when you get fucking too old in prison where people just kind of start to leave you alone a little bit. Because it's like, you know, there's a, there's a point where you're just punching an old man in the jaw when he's trying to eat. Um, <laughs> no, but... I would fucking tray drop him like a motherfucker, just like back in high school. <laughs> hey, Charles Manson, you ain't so fucking bad now, man. I'm not in your cult. You had nothing to me, man. I don't surf either. <laughs> no, I'm like, tray drop. Drop something. Oh, go back and get another fucking free lunch, loser. That's it. You get free lunch anyway. My fucking parents paid for that lunch. All all like full of shit, you know, all cocky. Then realize that he's a kingpin in prison. I'm trying. That's like they say the first day you go to prison, you're supposed to punch somebody in the face. That's the thing. I mean, who like uh, this dude is like the devil incarnate. You walk up, you punch Charles Manson in the face. That's what happens when you go to prison there. Yeah. It must be, or at least, like, I, again, I mean, maybe there was, like, a date cutoff where it just started to feel a little pathetic, but, I mean, <laughs> even then, at the same time, if you're new, if you're, like, if you're, like, not great with the prison system and you go up and you're in there for, like, a year for, like, boosting pills, and you don't really want to get into a fight, maybe it makes sense to walk up and just fucking duff Charles Manson, he's, like, he's in a scrawny little old man, and you're maybe assuming that gives you respect inside, but it doesn't like that the time has passed for that. And just, you just have a way worse year as a result. I mean, it's like, let's see, fuck, fuck Charles Manson. What you're saying is totally right, but 
I would like to be in jail. Well, I wouldn't want to like to be in jail. I cannot wait to hear how this sentence ends. If I had to, if I say I got caught uh, making porn without a license, or I was the one in the supermarket when Cobra broke in the back door. Whatever, oh, wow. And I ended up cellmates with Jared from Subway. Do you think people in jail call him Jared from Subway? I don't know. I mean... Or anything? I, I don't think there's a chance that dude sees another inmate very often. But there's... I bet there's a lot of... They give him a lot of leeway. I think... I mean, when when you're in there for doing child shit, like, you you get beaten up a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Where you, you generally have to go into, like, solitary or some kind of fucking special wing. Um, special wing no I'm serious there's fucking prisons where there's like a little section for fucking like chimos it's it's not a cool scene we should start a band called special wing special wing we only play prisons <laughs> so I'll let you guys know we're gonna we're putting out we're sending out this next one to Jared from Subway it's, uh, like, no please don't tell people fuck yeah, I got, lo- got a lot of like bad hasty plastic surgery so he just looks like him but uh <laughs> smoother like, with a pointier chin with so it looks like so it looks like a cross between vincent price and jared from subway he's all skinny now he went in fat he's all jacked now he has to fight every day he has to fight to survive plus during lunch he's like uh yo eating fresh dude see that would be my ball busting yeah you eating fresh dude yeah you like a real fresh don't you that kind of shit as of March 17th, Jared Fogel, constant target while incarcerated. <laughs> he was such a fucking simp, though. I mean, he had the leader of his foundation funnel all of these children, children of the night, young prostitutes. Jared Fogel was targeted for prison beating because he flashed his money around and hired inmates to serve as his bodyguards. Come on, man. What the fuck? Really? (laughs) Do you know that out of all of the shit he did, his net worth was only a million two? Is that right? Yeah. Jesus. Wow, dude who attacked him got 15 years for selling guns on Craigslist. (laughs) I wonder if he was from Brooklyn or Wyoming. Wow. God. Uh, good question. One way to find out. <laughs> I think, I honestly think we should start a prison band. I mean, can you, I feel like, do prison bands exist anymore? I, they'd have to. I mean, what else are they going to do for fun? I don't like, I just kind of assumed that like prison DJs would be a thing now. Oh yeah, well, it's just like it's just fucking dead mouse in uh, in like old timey leg irons. Prison EDM. Prison, <laughs> prison EDM. <laughs> God, the awful. Like a prison, like uh, like suds party. You know, they have those suds. Wow, like, this sounds uh, really good. Bubble parties. That would be great. Have you ever heard of daybreakers? No. Daybreakers. All right. I when I opened my current spot I work at, uh, we had a you know like a, a, an opening party. It was a, you know people came out, had cocktails, whatever. It was for celebration. Now everyone can for have celebration. So this dude, I don't know where the fuck he came from or why. I I try and avoid parties because I get the dude. I get the guy who like locks on like he's in Top Gun, <laughs> like that dude. And this dude locked on to me. 
and he was telling me all about Daybreakers, which is a uh, an early morning rave. So it happens on like a Tuesday morning where you wake up at six and you go to Daybreakers, which is an early morning, I guess, sober rave. And you yeah, right. rave and you do your shit and you jump around and then you're like, <laughs> all right, now I'm ready to go to work. Now I'm good. I've been yeah. at Daybreakers for two hours and I'm all pumped and my status changed and I'm ready to go. Um, and this kid spent about an hour trying to convince the back of my head as I continued to walk away from where he was <laughs> and he would follow me to uh, to go with him to Daybreakers on a boat uh, somewhere mm. in the East River the day after. And I eventually was like, oh, yeah, you might see me, man. I don't know. And I, apparently that's all I had to say an hour earlier. I should have done that. Um, but I think it'd be kind of funny to do that in prison against like <laughs> the inmates' will just at 6 a.m. Just start a rave and you just have to deal with it. You just got to get out and dance. 4 a.m., that's it. Rave boom, call. Boom, 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 boom. Utah <laughs> Saints. James Instead of Brown. dragging the uh, the nightstick across the bars, you just uh, yeah, you just yeah. turn the bass up, you just drop the bass. Like like some really old like cool old house. Like start it like uh, you know we're gonna get the vibe going for about an hour. Then we've got some DJs coming in from the city. They gotta set the <laughs> set the mood. With some doing some acid house. So then they're like for an hour at four in the morning. But it's not even. They just play cowgirl on repeat. Everything, 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 ever, ever, everything. Just for that, just for hours and hours and hours. James Brown is dead. James Brown is dead, dead, dead. Be awesome. And we'd make a fucking, we'd ask the prison system for $20,000. Oh, yeah. The prisoners still have to pay to get in. <laughs> oh, you, you want a list, pay dude? with commissary. Are you on the list? You want, oh, Dude, I fucking, I mean, I'm here for 17 years. No. Like, yeah, I'm on a list for sure. <laughs> oh, shoot. I, I don't see you on the list. Uh, I fucking live here. This is oh, my I, cell. You came into my cell and asked if I was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to move, keep, uh, keep moving down the street. If you're not on the list, no, uh, no loitering in front of the venue. What the fuck this is this? Cell Block Five? What are you talking about? <laughs> the prison rave. That would be great. Just for hey, guys, it's just for the morning. You gotta vacate yourself. If you're not on the list, for people who are on the list, you can come in, and it's just like in the cafeteria, and there's like nothing special. You get, like, it's, regular it's, breakfast. It's just kind of, it's a little bit quieter in there. Not even that much. Yeah. But it would be great, man. You hear some fucking classic, oh, my God, I haven't heard this song since I sold Ecstasy. Like, guys be reminiscing, like, drug reminiscences and stuff like that. Oh, man, sometimes, you know, when you're not on, sometimes I take five minutes off my grind. This is me telling the story to another inmate who couldn't care less. Sometimes I take five minutes <laughs> off my grind selling drugs to listen to the music. And I realize it's really about the music, not about the drugs. But I, I uh, didn't want to work. <laughs> Cell block five. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard this song in like ten years. It's great. <laughs> Welcome to your further voice of confidence. I gotta stop. <laughs> I just <laughs> the the absurdity of the fact that I've ever heard that song at all <laughs> just washed over me in a 
a really profound way. Yeah, there we go. Attention, cell block five. Attention, cell block five. Please wake up. Please direct your attention to the cafeteria area. Uh. Attention, cell block five. Please wake up. Okay, everybody up. Please leave. Go to the cafeteria where there's a rave at five in the morning. If you're on the list, please make sure you're going to ask you. And only if you're on the list. All those who aren't on the list, please remain calm. We're over capacity tonight. We're over capacity for tonight. The club is so lit. In jail. This is this is good because have, having a, a nice time making jokes about effectively abusing human beings, and then it's occurring to me that we also actually do this to people who like do terrorist shit, where you just put them in a dark room and then every now and then just fucking blast music and uh, and, and bright lights. Where are the secret plans? <laughs> oh yeah, have some about some of this. Oh, yeah, you like that? Where are the secret plans? <laughs> Where's the hidden treasure? God damn it. I don't like Guantanamo Bay either. Let's both get out of here. Uh, I didn't pick this song. Do you remember? It was early 2009. I want to say January 16th, 2009 where every newspaper in America had the headline, Obama to close Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Worked out real well. Worked out real well for him. That was one of those things that's like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it. It's I'll like the, the one project at your job that is actually important, but it's not important enough. It's like, I don't know if you do this at work, but it's kind of like you're working like a six burner stove. Oh, and you're for sure. constantly moving things around. Guantanamo's always on the back burner. I'll do it. I got I got two weeks left. It's like, a, it's like writing a term, like your final term paper for your doctorate. You're like, I got fucking two weeks. So Michelle, fucking chill. All right, we're going to have a fun life. I'm going there to was immediately make... What's <laughs> I said, there was a point where I was skilled enough on the six burner stove that I could have all six burners going just making crepes. Jesus Christ. Like, it, I was a fucking crepe making goddamn machine. <laughs> I was amazing. And now what? Now nothing. I can't do anything anymore. You can't make crepes? Losing all my skills. Can't thread a movie up through a projector anymore. Can't make crepes. Can't fucking clean a chimney. Can't do any of the shit they used to fucking pay me to do. Can't have sex. Can't have sex anymore. Somebody in the self-defense board said that I look like I'd be bad in bed, and I was like, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Holy oh, <laughs> oh. awful. Now, wait a minute. Somebody, was, somebody in the self-defense board... Yeah. So that you look bad at having. Have you seen people at your go to your shows? I actually have not seen people go to my shows in years. It's great. They turn the lights way low now. Fuck. It's really good. 120 pounds. And this look like, like it's like a cat. Like, you know when you stand up and your cat gets nervous? That's what the look <laughs> yes. on their faces are. Like, cat, don't worry about it, man. We're good. It's all good, man. We're all right. Everything's fine. I feel, like the, uh, I feel like my cat was sick for a couple of days. She was no. just kind of laying around being lethargic, just sleeping on the uh, on the Ikea sheepskin rug. <laughs> maybe she's a little, uh, I don't know, maybe she's a little screwed up. Might be slightly screwed up. She doesn't seem to like me very much. 
No, definitely not. Although now you're going to smell like two cats, so maybe that'll switch your shit up. <laughs> I, I honestly think it's just because you came and all of a sudden we moved everything from the old apartment. She's got some fucking deep trauma. I'm the doom that. bringer. Yeah, Glenny. exactly. When you show up, it's who the fuck knows what's going to happen. <laughs> Glenny, it's time to move again. It's time to move. Oh, man. It might be that time again soon. For real. Where are you guys going to go? I don't know. We got, we, we're not in a lease here. Like, we we ran our lease out, and they just never asked us to re-sign, and that was, like, a lot of months ago. Mm, trying to sell the building. So, maybe, but also next door, they're putting up a condo, like, directly next door. So, some mornings we wake up, and it's though there's a man in our room hitting a brick with a hammer. Like, it's fucking, <laughs> it's unreal how loud it is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I you ever get that feeling where it's just uh, time time is coming after you? It's kind of the feeling I got right now. Yeah, absolutely. My old apartment for sure. I'm yeah. so lazy. My old apartment, right? Lived there for years. I still haven't moved uh, all my stuff out yet. Jesus, are you kidding me? Well, I just kind of left a bunch of stuff there, oh, yeah. and it's a punk house, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. Someone I, else is just going to co-opt it. It's fine. Hundred percent guarantee it'll be right where I left it. It's like, but it's stuff that I should get rid of. Like, it's like an old fucking desktop. The rope in it shirt. What? The, the rope in it shirt is like that fucking old black embrace t-shirt. That's just the fucking, the fucking jizz rag. Covered in jizz. Yeah, that one I really, I miss. <laughs> Covered in jizz. <laughs> Do you remember that house we stayed at in Louisville? Yes. With the jizz shirt? And I think. Patrick used it as a towel before realizing it was somebody's jizz shirt. And he told the dudes, he's like, somebody <laughs> left their jizz shirt. And it was very, uh. and little did Patrick know that the the uh, Louisville is like the hub of the PC world in the Midwest. Uh. Not the, Louisville is not the South. Don't get, don't, don't get it twisted. It's the Midwest. And the, the dudes who were there, Patterson Brothers... Famous Patterson brothers. They were both. Oh, that's right. That's right. They acted very awkward after we're like, yeah. So you know, somebody's cum rag was behind the door, and I used it as a towel before I realized it was a cum rag, and that shirt is covered in cum. And we said cum like ten times. <laughs> it's crickets. Room full of crickets. Yeah, it's probably the first time that the word cum has been uttered in that house. But um, yeah, we we showed them. We taught them how to be men that night. I think. Wow. You insisted on watching some movie. And I thought I, I remember I was so bored that I played Blades of Steel on somebody's computer. I, that seems weird because I there's very few things I would rather do than play Blades of Steel. Interesting. For whatever reason. I think it was the movie Jawbreaker, actually. What? Yeah, the movie Jawbreaker. Interesting. I don't feel like I've seen Jawbreaker. Mm. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. <sighs> so how was your New Year's, pal? It was um it was odd. It was definitely odd. Went to a <laughs> uh went to a surrealist ball. Okay. And that is exactly what it sounds like. Um except that you'd expect a surrealist ball to be attended by people with an interest in surrealism and instead it was just attended by like young rapey <clears throat> gentlemen who work in finance that sucks yeah it's I mean, that was that was not a highlight but it was really fucking weird because it was in like a hotel lobby and uh buster poindexter was yeah. playing it so good. but it wasn't like there was a stage 
So he was just playing on the floor through a little like guitar center PA. So it was very hard to shake the feeling that you were watching like a cover band. <laughs> and you would have to walk up and be like, oh no, this isn't a New York Dolls cover. That's actually David Johansson looking like hell <laughs> playing this song. Like it's really odd. It's, it was such a bizarre experience, which I guess was part of the, uh, part of the thing. Uh, dude seemed miserable. Looks, uh, I, I texted you about this, but yep. for the benefit of our audience, looks like Tony Clifton, uh, Andy Kaufman's alter ego. Oh, he got all fat um, Looking, yeah, looking like straight shit, six foot high pompadour, like leathery, bad mustache, you know, Jesus like. Christ. Yeah, looks like, um, he looks like if Nick Cave got into a car fire. Um, <laughs> and okay. uh, yeah, just, it seemed really miserable and like did a conga line and was like vaping the whole time and was, it was just a, a very very odd scene did he say who's hot i'm hot who's i don't hot? know you couldn't hear him because it was a guitar center pa that's great it was it was really it was <laughs> it was very odd <laughs> um but it was sick because i woke up without a hangover the next day which is my favorite thing Perfect. about new year's day waking up in better shape than the rest of the world and we got to you know we like went to the park and went out and got coffees and whatnot and just got to watch the rest of the world have an awkward couple fight in public. Yes. It's so good. I love that. I love, I never fight in public. I don't know if you've ever been in a huge fight in public. I hate it. I have once. It was the most humiliating thing I've ever done in my life. It yeah. was like, I want to go back and beat myself up. If I had phone to call us in the past, I would call myself. <laughs> Actually, holy fuck, that was on New Year's too. Jesus. Wow. Ah, whoa. Cool. <laughs> nice New um, Year's. Yeah, nice New Year's. I, I would call myself in that New Year's Eve and be like, just don't do not do what you're going to do tonight. Just, like, go stay home. Um, <laughs> Just don't go. Just just don't go. Home. Don't go. Just don't go. I did. That was actually the last night I ever punched a man in the face, though. Really? Yep. I was quickly ushered out by security, and that was, yeah, just fun. <laughs> um well that's great i uh what i did was i went to a hibachi place that's so sick though that's pretty fucking sick it was awesome it was like benihana and the guy cut a piece a big thing of a zucchini and tried to get it in people's mouths and he missed it and hit it and he hit my forehead <laughs> which was funny but he made up for it he's like hey who wants some sake He's like all like really hype, like ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. You know, it's cool. I figured he'd give me like a shot. He has a squirt bottle. Oh, damn. Sake. He squirts six shots worth of sake in my mouth. <laughs> It'd be great if it was a super soaker, like an old school yellow and green fucking pump it up 50 times super soaker. He might as well have. It was great. And then he made some fresh, fresh ass food in front of me. Nice. And it was awesome. And then we had, uh, we were going to go to a party. Then we said no. No, say no. Don't say no. I mean, no, you gotta say no. You gotta say no to the party on New Year's. It was bad. I mean, I thought that we should go, kind of, but not really. And then we just said no. Fuck it. We're full. We're happy. Let's end. Let's let's cut, cut our losses. Um, let's stop while we're ahead. And we came exactly. home. Exactly. Yes. Good and I plan. Found, yeah, and I found um this really good show on Netflix called Canada's Worst Drivers. 
which is so funny and it's so it con- sounds as though it's made for you it's fucking great but it's it's terrible to the point where i super didn't like it like after a while it was like so contrived but i enjoyed finding the the contestants from 2005 on facebook now who look all old and beat so then we downloaded um our favorite gay porno excellent called score featuring steve rambo and ray harley and jason branch and blake harper aka the mount rushmore of gay porn wow and we watched the whole thing. We watch a series on uh, YouTube called "Gay po- uh, Like Gay Porn Movies Without Minus the Gay Porn," which is basically they just cut it out, so you only see the bad acting. So it's just story. I gotcha. All yeah. Right. So we saw that and it was good, but we're like, oh, we're gonna see so many great moments we haven't seen, and it wasn't great. No, I did, because the, you know. it was <laughs> fucking gross gay porn. Just a lot of pen. Well, it was a lot of pen and a lot of like like dual dick sucking, like one guy trying to fit two dicks in his mouth and but there's this guy, Steve Rambo, who is like really good actor and really good actor, but he is totally a bottom and totally submissive and it was just like they don't act they're not as funny when they're getting fucked, you know? I feel like it's kinda hard to really fucking throw the chuckles out. Yeah, I mean well one guy was like after he got fucked Jason Branch, okay, well, Ray Harley was getting fucked by Jason Branch. And Jason Branch pulled out, and Ray Harley said, Wow, big load. <laughs> Which was so fucking funny. I um, actually just laughed my headphones off my head. <laughs> and another one, there's this one, there's this other guy who is not, not on the Mount Rushmore of gay porn stars, but he's also really good. Um, <clears throat> he's called Steve Hurley. And they have a scene... Where this very young twink actor, his name is Hans Ebsen, which I love oh, the name of his name is Hans. And um, he's like, this guy is a paper boy. And Steve Hurley is watching bodybuilders and jerking off. And he's like, I need a blowjob really bad. And uh, he's like, uh, so he looks out and he sees the paper boy. And he brings the paper boy into his construction office. And he's like, so get down here and suck my dick. And... Uh, the paperboy's like, no, I'm not gay. And Steve Hurley's like, neither am I. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it's like really, like it's really, really good acting. Like it's funny. And then like um, Blake Harper and Steve, Steve Rambo are having an argument. And Blake Harper's like, I should have left you on the street corner where I found you. <laughs> and Steve Rambo's like, but you didn't, did you? <laughs> it's fucking great. That you didn't. That's your problem, not mine. Anyway, that's my favorite part of gay porn. But we watched the gay... Really, really. I mean, it's a tradition in the United States to make love on New Year's Eve. We didn't feel like it. We really didn't feel like it because we watched gay porn and were grossed out. But we uh, we made up for it in the morning. (laughs) Certainly. Uh, Excellent. Really? Really good? Yeah, real good. Totally good. Um... But I have a question for you. I, I'm wondering if you wanted to in, to know. I mean, you know, we've traveled the country, right? We have. And um, I wonder if you are curious about what East Idaho's misconnections have to offer. I would love to know. <laughs> okay. Well. I'm looking for a woman to help me out. Uh, picture of 
a Coke can next to an erect cock. Wow. All right. Read first. First off, I am looking for a woman. I am okay if you're a couple. And you, the guy, are about pleasuring your woman. Not by here, nor do I want to try. I'm not a fag. Okay. Second, please have kick to chat with. I will not meet with you until I know you're not a flake. Third, please be looking for a long-term thing. Last, don't waste, spelled W-A-I-S-T, my or your time. Sorry for the rant, <laughs> but I've had a lot of people not know how to read the whole ad spelled A-D-D. Jesus. Hey, <laughs> hey there, I married a Latter-day Saint and I need to be discreet. I'm looking for a woman that might be in the same position as me, LOL. I'm not looking for a one-day fuck. I'm looking for an ongoing thing. It's been six-plus months since the wife has even touched me. So I'm looking for you to help unload me. We have a lot of snow on the ground and are supposed to be cold this week to prove I live if you must be too. Put cold day in the subject line so I know you're real. If you have kick messenger, that's even better. Talk to you soon. Again, not gay. Again, Again. not gay. Just to, uh, just to reiterate, I'm, I'm not, uh, although I posted a picture of my cock next to a Coke can. I'm not gay. That's I'm just only, good sense. I'm only interested in women who appreciate a good dick pic. <laughs> who don't exist and on this earth ever. Women of the Drive, um, if you appreciate a dick pic, write in and tell us why. Because I haven't met one person. It's a, fe- it's a good feeling to send one. But, um, yeah. Andrew? I am... I, I got... I got brought into something but yes <laughs> brought into something i got yeah you know i got uh, uh my, my attention got drawn andrew though we never dated or talked much i have this hole in my heart that hurts from seeing you fuck jake floyd <laughs> yes it's true i care more than i should unable to stay unwilling to leave I offer you humbly commitment, patience, and understanding. All the love for my heart I can give you. I'll even be an honest friend who wishes to fill your world with happiness and love. I freely give all to just stop this pain of missing you so much. All I can ask of you is to listen to your heart and your eyes will open to see how great and spirited it is for you. I miss your touch. I miss your taste. Please let's get together. Again, I work at the same place. I live at the oh, same really? place. All you need to do is reach out. <sighs> music, uh, music was provided by a Christian metal band Striper tonight. Just thought I'd let everybody know that in case you were wondering what music we're playing. So how do you feel about that one, <clears throat> Andrew? I feel like... I feel good with I feel good about it. I feel like that guy is he's got He's got a lot going for him. <laughs> or it could be a woman, you never know. That is very true. All right. Um <clears throat> I'm going to do this one I'm going to go in dry on this one cuz I can't find any more good music. 
girl that works at a hickory farms in the mall which brings us uh, will bring us to a great segue in our mall segment maybe what i'm doing right now <laughs> i was in the mall a while <laughs> yesterday talking to you a while wow fucking east idaho school greater school system not working great I was in the mall a while yesterday talking to you a while. I was getting something for my brother for his birthday. We talked a while. You really cute. I like the way you laughed. I wanted to ask you out for dinner and a movie sometime, but I was too chicken. If you see this and are interested, please email me back. My name is Randy. It was yesterday. We talked for an hour. I was the guy with the roommates and the basset hounds. What? <laughs> <clears throat> What's weirder there? The well, roommates, roommates and the Basset Hounds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool, Randy. Good job. <laughs> Fuck it. We met Friday at Sandbaggers. I was with friends. You and a couple of your buddies were with a bunch of women. You introduced yourself later in the evening. I think we could have had some fun together for sure. Maybe even fucked. Oh, maybe even fucked. If you see this and you're interested, then tell me what your name started with and what color shirt I was wearing before I took it off. (laughs) I'm guessing that Sandbaggers is a uh, gay bar in Pocatello, Idaho. Just a guess. That sounds about right. (laughs) Tell them what color my shirt was before I ripped it off like Hulk Hogan. It's a Salmon Oxford in double (laughs) XL. Yeah, it's a double XL. Perfect. All right, one more. <clears throat> to the band Sticks. Two Sticks. What? Like Sticks? S-T-Y-X, it's spelled. Wow, all right. To shit. the band Sticks. To my Sticks. I think about you every minute of every day, wondering where you went wrong. Why is Me it too. over? Why is it not fixable? Why did you give up? There's nothing in this world I would not give to wake up to your sounds every morning. You your made sounds? me sounds? <laughs> You made me feel things I never thought I could. You made me want to do things I never thought I would. You are everything to me, and I honestly thought you would last forever. I wish you would. My God, I hope you are. Maybe God is teaching me patience. Maybe. Who it's knows? Possible. I know you guys are scared and only protecting your hearts. <laughs> this person's fucking out to lunch. I can promise you that I will always be there for you. You are not my number one priority. There are so many things I want to say, but I cannot even seem to find the words unless I'm reading your lyrics. Yeah, you're having, you're struggling with the words right now. Just know my heart belongs to you guys and it always will. Please find me again. We will always have Billy Squire, Elton John, John Legend, Boston, and so many more, but Sticks is nowhere to be found. I love you guys to the moon and back. I'm sure I'll get made fun of for this, but I don't care. Correct. Correct. (laughs) You guys are my heart, and I cannot shake it. Honestly, I don't want to. If you guys see this, please know I'm sorry, and I hope every day I wake up with you, your sounds and my voice. I mean, you got a... You got to screen grab this and send it to like Sticks Publicist, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you got to do that, get right? The fucking FBI after uh, fucking to my two sticks. All right. I need you to respond to this. I mean, like, hey, we're going to get you in touch with Sticks and then send that to Sticks' manager and then we're going to reunite them on our podcast. Oh, my God. I'll do it right now. I'll do By it. Skype, v- via like VPN 
end from like we're going to do it in a public library and somewhere we all, where we don't live. And we can do all do a version of Too Much Time on My Hands. Yeah. Dip, 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 dip. That'd be great. I'm going to send um, it to Sticks. Why, why do I have to lose, right? James J.Y. Young might show up in <laughs> Pocatello, Idaho and be like, hey, you're a big Sticks fan. Thanks. If we can get Sticks on the podcast, we can certainly get Jeff Tate. If we can get Jeff Tate, then it's only a matter of time till we get Dave Mustaine. It's it's it, we're good. All we're we good. have to do is lie and say we yeah. have all these people on our podcast, which we haven't. But everyone will lie for us. That's true. We are, we're the East Coast premier old metal podcast. We have had Jeff Tate. We've had. Uh, <laughs> we have had Jeff Tate. We had Jeff Tate, Jimmy De Blasio. Can I talk about me trying to get Jeff Tate in the podcast or no? You did? Yeah, I did. I did for, uh, I think it might have been Halloween. Oh my God, that would have been a great surprise. Or it might have been 9 <laughs> it 11. Was, it, was, it was one of those things where it's just like, oh, like what kind of con- fucking conspiracy wingnut can we get? And it was like, oh, Jeff Tate. Perfect. Of course. And I, yeah, I tried to get, get it him through his publicist and it did not, did not move anywhere. It's a shame. That's like when I tried to get Ian McKay on the podcast. Yeah, it just I mean, doesn't, you know, I mean, you, you got further than I did, but uh, still. <laughs> I had a nice email back and forth with him where he uh, eventually <laughs> where he just ghosted us. Repeat, like, more and more disinterested the more you described it. I kept saying, I don't want to talk about music. I want to talk don't about care. your sex life. I want to talk, talk about, about your fucking dingus. Yeah, I want to talk about touring. I want to talk about your sense of humor, your fears. It would have been a great, it would have been an awesome interview. You know, just like, you know, cut loose, let your hair down. You know, he doesn't have any hair, but let your hair down. You know, stop being such a fucking stuffy shirt, you know? Yeah. No, he, he wanted to continue being the stuffy shirt. He was not. I just wanted to ask him, it. like, how do you feel? You're essentially like a one of the, like a Jim Jones character in hardcore. I mean, straight edge is your fault. 100%. <laughs> no dice. Like, you're, it's your fault. How do you feel about that? Like, you came up with it. Like that would have been a, a very short interview, but but it's bullshit. Though. If it was a short interview, that means he's scared. Could have been fun though. We could have gone to fucking inner ear and fucking sat with Don. Fucking did our thing. Love that yeah, man. Love Don. That's Don. Um. So right. while you were looking through Southern Idaho's uh, casual encounters, <laughs> the best. I was trying to think. All right, so we're at a crossgates, and we're you know like uh, we did Glens Falls. I'm trying to think of where else. Where else could there be a set of play? Oh, Plattsburgh. Oh, Plattsburgh. So, uh, you know, okay, Champagne, Champlain Center, not a problem. Oh, people in Plattsburgh are mad nice to their mall. Really? I didn't find one post of people being like, I cannot believe that Boscovs does not carry plastic bags anymore. Like, none of that shit. Um, <laughs> instead... I recently was in the mall and found out the Hallmark store is closing due to the mall not renewing their lease. Ooh, the store seems to be very profitable and one of my favorites. I am very upset by this closure. <laughs> Could you please reconsider? Didn't say motherfucker. Everything's spelled right. Yeah. As, aside from maybe the disingenuous double question mark at the end of reconsider, this is written like a person who knows how to read, which is wild. <laughs> um, Friday at 5.06... Did Auntie Anne's close? <laughs> um, December 24th, a woman Instagrams a photo of a really unattractive necklace from Zales and says, 
TY so much for the gift card. I got myself a Christmas present from Zales, an open heart necklace. TY snowflake, but it doesn't at tag anybody. It just tags them all. <laughs> Fun. Um, Melina Martino on November 30th writes, is Arrow with two A's. Closed now. Uh, Kelly Gidman. How long is Santa there on Saturday? Fucking people love Santa, man. Kelsey LaFrost. What are Santa's hours? (laughs) Laura Benjamin. (laughs) What are the hours you, your are open this coming Friday? Uh, I'm sorry. What are the hours your are open this coming Thursday and Friday? Thanks. Kate Woodward. What are the hours for the mall Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Digging back a little further. Susan Bino. So the trick-or-treating is Sunday only? The lady from Yankee Candles said it was all weekend. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Lynn, October 15th. What are the hours for the bounce house? God damn. Angelique God. Labarge. On Black Friday 2016, what are the opening hours of the mall? <laughs> is there one phone in the mall in the fucking Plattsburgh? Is there a community <laughs> pay phone? Jesus. Uh... Joshua, whose name I can't manage to say, says, Sears is closing, too sad to hear. Mm, that is true, too sad to hear. Uh, when is the next Shopkins trading party at Clary's? <laughs> uh, oh, Joshua again, coming back in January. Can them all get a Coles misspelled and a Bonton, comma, no space, and a Whole Foods? All right. Fucking yeah. <laughs> maybe just don't fucking... Yeah, and Ikea, too. Know. All in one. Yeah. Star Carol has uh, a more realistic fucking vision. That's good. We need a Kirkland's and a Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> I think we can accommodate that. Need. Not want. Uh, need. Jason Bell. Any news? Who is going into the Were Wendell's spots? <laughs> Katrina Patricia Burnell is Santa in the mall tomorrow (laughs) followed immediately by Shonita Ragitan Ladue is Santa still at the mall tomorrow (laughs) Carol Miller Osborne is there anywhere to find out Santa hours (laughs) my favorite one Beth Abadair on February 6th writes hey everyone that's it. That's it. <laughs> Not even a period. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm going to start doing that shit. <laughs> hey, everyone. So, Plattsburgh, not the smartest city on earth for sure, but the hell of a lot nicer than Albany, Jesus. I found um, something called Via Port Rotterdam. You remember the Rotterdam Square Mall, right? I do. Well, it's ra- it's undergone a radical transformation. A name change <clears throat> called Via Port Rotterdam. Via port, like VIA space port? VIA space port. Rotterdam. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, but cool. Amy Mattoon DiPietro, would you like you to know? Disappointing experience this morning taking my daughter for a picture with Santa. Of course. That's more like it. <laughs> we were there for about five minutes before the start time of 11. 11 came and went. Staff came out to the line and told us the camera was broken and that the mall couldn't get them a new camera for about 30 to 40 minutes. No one ever brought a new camera, but <laughs> no one ever brought a new camera, but quote unquote Santa showed up about 35 minutes late. Uh-oh. I understand things happen. The problem was that he showed up in a street clothes, ponytail, bandana, carrying a big cup of coffee. 
Not really looking also, the part. Also, he was Pakistani. <laughs> also, he was Pakistani. He was a Sikh. He's wearing a turban. <laughs> Not really looking the part. <clears throat> it ruins the illusion for the kids if he looks like he went to Combi's before he stopped by the mall. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if Santa can't be there before kids start lining up, maybe he could use the store's delivery entrance. Wow, Amy, why don't you apply for a job at Via Seriously, fuck, you have all the goddamn answers. Why don't you fix this? Well, there she does have the answer for her meddling, scheming, questioning daughter. My daughter had questions. I ended up telling her that Santa sometimes wears disguises when walking around so he can see who's being good or bad. Yeah, wow, Santa's... way to think on your feet. <laughs> yes. Not bad. Yeah, Santa dressed up like a guy who fixes cars. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> fucking Santa's great. Santa <laughs> fucking had to help this couple stranded on I-87 who fucking blew a tire out. It's no big deal. <laughs> uh, Leah, Ho- Leah Hodder, uh, it's a young girl. Leah Hodder said, I'd actually give it less than a star, but it's not an option. Oh. Mall security. What happened to you, Leah? Listen up, man. This is a tough story. I don't know if I... I don't know how I'm going to get through this without crying. Um, <clears throat> the mall security can get bent for following me around, harassing me, and treating me like an <laughs> underage minor. I'm a grown-ass 25-year-old mother and wife. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was judged and discriminated against for merely having blue hair. Fuck uh, off. Um, okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Jamie Arbini brings us down to earth with a very scathing review. Are you ready? I've been told you can sugarcoat a piece of shit, but when you Ooh. bite it, it's still a piece of shit. If you think I, a glorified... Who told you that? Wow. Who you told you? Who said that to you? What are you talking about? Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, over the years, I've been told more than once that you can sugarcoat a piece of shit, but when you bite it, it's still a piece of shit. It's Actually, I found out the hard way sh- when someone pulled that vile prank on me. <laughs> they coated a piece of shit with sugar. And they, they gave it to me, and I bit it. And you it wasn't know what? good. It was still a piece of shit. <laughs> if you think a glorified fish tank, some si- a side story, uh, against all odds, they put a like Boston size aquarium in the Rotterdam Square Mall. Is that real? It's I'm going real. to see this. It's real. You guys have to. We all have to go to the aquarium. Um, so if you think a glorified fish tank in a ghetto Dave and Buster's full of black people is going to save them all, no. you're, you're crazy. <laughs> Seems like a, uh, a weird thing to point out. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about the uh, aquarium, but how dare you say you pick on Dave and Buster's. Everyone I talk wow. to has gone to your fake Dave and Buster's says the same thing. It's too expensive, fun, but too expensive. People will go once, maybe twice, but then they won't care anymore. Realistically, a family of five might go to your fish tank a couple of times till they get it out of their system, and then they'll never be back. What a corny-ass gimmick. Name three stores that you need to shop at at this dead zone. There's something thwarting about seeing 10,000... Thwarting? Thwarting. Somebody learn a new word. There's something thwarting about seeing 10,000 parking spots with only 30 cars in them, and half of them belong to employees. Pathetic. Wow. And then, but people came to the Rotterdam Mall's rescue. Uh, somebody right underneath says, "Hey, Jamie, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut your fucking mouth." Jamie, you really need to stay in your own death ghetto. All you do, all you type, is full of curse and bad words. We sure do not need an idiot like you here at our mall. 
So far, my daughter and me have been there three times with our year visit pass. Many are buying it. Better this than nothing or empty. Wow. Ah, man. What constitutes a fake Dave and Buster's? Have you been to this place? No. I haven't been in since the I think it's important that we go. Yeah. I think we have to go. We have to make We've a got to see this for ourselves. Special trip to go to the Rotterdam Mall and go to the fake Dave and Buster's, have a burger, whatever. Yeah. And then go to the fish tank. Got to go to the fish tank, glorified fish tank, and, and then be uh, be taken down a peg by the amount of cars in the parking lot. I'd be thwarted, really. I mean, thirty. Right. Well, a million. I mean, nine hundred thousand parking spaces and only thirty cars. Half of them belonging to the employees. Really fucked me up. Early February, we're going. We gotta go. You're coming up. Get your shit together. I'm coming up. We gotta go, man. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna see this for ourselves. We gotta go. We're gonna see this fake Dave and Buster's for ourselves. I mean, I'm kind of into what it what it is. I love a fake Dave and Buster's because they could easily get a Dave. I'm sure the franchise fee for a Dave and Buster's isn't that high. So, like, you know, come on. Have you been to the one in Crossgates yet? Yes. Okay, cool. I've never been to a Dave and Buster's. I don't know what it, uh, like, I know what it is, but I don't know anything about it. Um, really loud with food. Sounds great. It sounds awesome. (laughs) With like, smells like fried and kids running around and also like, uh, yeah, look really bad. This sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese where like fucking teenagers finger each other. (laughs) Exactly what it is. Go wow. there. It's dark enough where you can definitely, if you're wearing like a parka, <laughs> you can sit in the it's over- kind of a garbage bag. Yeah, you can like wearing a parka and like tights. If you're a girl, you can sit. You guys can sit together in the cruising USA machine and definitely get fingered. I did love cruising USA. Though that shit was real good. What was that other one? Jungle Safari or some shit? That shit was good. Oh, I man. never played that. Um, Street Fighter or Die. I got a couple questions for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, I really just have two. Um, Hans, you've talked a lot about mania and anxiety. How would you describe the difference between manic behavior and, say, compulsive behavior related to anxiety? I think you'd probably preface this as saying you are not a fucking doctor, but, um, <laughs> hey, you know, take a swing at it. Um, <clears throat> well, okay. That's kind of hard to answer. Manic, because one kind of, one hand washes the other when it comes to that. Because mania is responsible for poor impulse control, big time. Manic behavior and compu- so manic behavior creates compulsive behavior. Like, I always go back to this, but say like when I left the tour, for example, my manic, unchecked manic behavior, my long, my month long manic episode where every every thought I had made sense, contributed to my poor lack of lack of impulse, no zero impulse control. And my, and so I was, I had nothing but compulsive behavior going on. Like it was just very odd. And, um, so I guess the difference between manic behavior is the manic is the gun and compulsive behavior is the bullet. If that makes sense. And I take much medication for both. All right. <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> it's about as good an explanation as I've ever gotten. Yeah. Uh, 
let's see. Do I move interstate in 2017 to be with the person I've been dating for a few years now? Would require a move to a city about 12 hours away that is much bigger than where I currently live, but definitely seems to have job opportunities. Help me to determine if this is the golden ring to reach for. Thank you, Owen Deers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know who the fuck else needs Andrew. No, stay in your small town yeah. where there's no job opportunities away from the person you're dating. I don't, I don't see the. Yeah, it's this is an asymmetry here. Yeah, move. No, Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Sucks. Move back. Who cares? I'm pretty sure staying in your small ass town and not getting laid is the move. Yeah, I mean that's that seems to be like <laughs> and spending bank on plane tickets instead. Move, yeah, it might suck. Whatever. This is a golden ring. You should definitely reach for. The person loves you. They're willing, unless you haven't discussed it with them yet, but they're willing to accept you into their life, which is already fine. It's going to be weird. Um, go for it. And if it sucks, then don't just immediately leave. Try to make a couple friends. Maybe just stick it out there. Because the alternative is going back to your shitty town with your tail between your legs, which sucks. I don't. Yeah, I don't get what the the appeal. Maybe it's just not written the right way. But yeah, I don't. I don't get the appeal of staying. Like even if you were moving to another city, that just one of those things was there. Like a city had no job opportunities, but at least the woman you were dating was there, or the man you were dating is there. Do yeah, it. like move. Fucking just do it. Why not? Do it. You're obviously in love. Craft a life together. Have fun. Grow together. Find advance your career together. Get into a fight outside a pizza spot. Yeah. New Year's Day. Go to a fucking glorified aquarium and a ghetto Dave and Buster's together. Yep. Yep. Have sex in a car. Gotta do that. Yeah. Car sex. I mean, if you, you know, it's hard. If you're a bigger person, it's hard. But if you're, you know, if y'all both like. If you're determined. If you're determined. I mean, the little head makes all the decisions. And worst comes to worst, you can, you know, get a blowy or an HJ. In, I oh I'm sorry no I'm just I, 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 it seems like you had you had something going no I'm just thinking about those two lovers together you know first reaching night. for that golden ring oh he finally grasped the golden ring and I'm just gonna guess that this is a fella and he's he's sweet on a sweet on a girl on a dame on a dame on a broad and he's like uh, oh the first night together oh. Oh, fuck, you live much worse than I thought you did. The pictures of your apartment do not really (laughs) display how Mm. small and depressing I'm not sure how you... I'm not sure how you pulled off those MySpace angles for a few years. Mm. Wow. Wow. It sure does smell like a dog, and yet you do not have a dog. Cool. Okay. Oh, that's just... Now I'm super sure that's not just the downstairs neighbors. Like this, this blanket <laughs> smells like like feet. Like it gets worse when I walk into certain places in the room. Like there's a thing generating this smell. Do you sleep with your socks on? Like is that? I mean, no, no. I'm just you know we're we're getting to know each other. It's just like you know, oh, you don't you don't want to talk about anything. Really. No, you have no interest. Oh, you, oh, you started, fuck. since the last time I saw you, you started smoking. Oh. I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, if you're just, like, sitting near the window, I guess, then no, you're just going to sit at the kitchen table. I mean, I guess we live together. No, you know. It's all right. Oh, you eat nothing but, like, the hungry man frozen dinners. But we, you love, you love going out to eat. Like, what? No? And then it just... You're, just, you're describing... The man that I described 
as my muse, Couch Guy. <laughs> you really just you just brought it right there. It's wild. Oh God, so it's actually Couch a woman guy. who travels twelve hours from her hometown and leaves all of yep. her friends and moves in with Couch Guy. Couch Girl. Couch Girl. Love Couch Girl. <sighs> She's like, yeah, I just. It folds out, but I'm just like there's like so there's like a, a lot of stuff everywhere else too. So you end up like not even twin bedding it. Like you sleep on the couch together. <laughs> Brutal. Like a pile of sweatshirts. Yeah, it's like well, I just I move and I was kind of having a laundry crisis right now. It's just you know it's a it's just like a big pile of everything. <laughs> Much like my I'll life. get it figured out. I'll, I'll, you know, but maybe we'll do that this weekend. You know, nothing else you'd rather do. I got this museum I'd love to take you to. It's like a museum of like medical, like, <laughs> <laughs> like medical mistakes. And like, then I know this. It's like surgical tools. Yeah, it's like surgery. It's like, you know, surgical stuff. And I know, I mean, you've never, you've never said you're into that, but I just thought it would be like a good idea. And then, well, we're, oh yeah, we're going to walk. Yeah, we're gonna walk there. Um, oh yeah, but it's, it's like a mile in, mile out. Fuck. Yeah, we're gonna like walk there. Like you know, I figured it'd be cute to walk in the middle of winter. It'd be cute to walk down there, and then uh, you know, we could just figure it out from there. You know, that's like the that's like my plan. That's like our plan today. <sighs> like this is one forty-two. <laughs> I'm stopping you, Couch Girl, okay. as. You. It, it, every episode now ends the same where you go on one of these fucking these walkabouts until I have to stop the episode and bring you back. But these walkabouts um, are purely autobiographical, if you can believe it. Of course. <laughs> I, I 100% do. Oh, you um, tricked me into walking four miles. I'm going to kill you. I have actually, this entire time as we've been podcasting, I've had a chili working on the stove. Ooh, nice. And my house is, it smells like chili. And my, the wonderful woman in my life is coming home with a bottle of wine. She texted. She got it. Beautiful. As we're sitting here fucking <clears throat> yucking it up, she's trying to text me, trying to figure out red or sparkling. And I'm not paying attention. I'm doing my bullshit. Oh, sparkling is, of course, the answer. Terrible. I don't think sparkling and chili really goes together. Mm, that's true. A, real, a nice mm. red, maybe a cab salve. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe you get... Uh, so anyway, I'm going to go. That's okay. I'm. I'm going. Got I'm out. Bottle of Lancers. Done. Maybe. This is the last podcast. Till next over. week. No, it's, this is it. I'm done. This is, my contract is complete here. Okay. Well, 142. We had a good run. We did. It was all right. It was an okay run. Not the best run. <laughs> <laughs> Not even really a good run. It was like a, it, it was an adequate run. Uh, I love, I love outlasting podcasts. I love it. It's really <laughs> good because I feel like we just started this shit. Yeah. And so I feel like if we were to stop now, it would be like, like oh, remember that little thing they did once for that brief period in time? Really, it's been like fucking almost half a decade at this point. It's been like ridiculous how long we've been doing this but, uh, for only having 142 episodes. But I love Outlasting Podcasts. It. It's great. I really do. And that, that that weird like little dinky... Not even spiteful, just that little like competitive like little yeah, thing in me is just like... <laughs> Oh, you couldn't hack it? Uh, yeah. so you thought you yeah. could hang. It's I'm cool. into it. That's all right. I like it. You know. 
Um, so, having said that, we'll be back for 143, because that's what we do. We just outlast. Just outlast. That's right. We're like an old fighter. You just We just get punch drunk, and then you get tired yeah. out, and we're just like, wow. What was his name? The Bayonne Bleeder. What was that <laughs> yeah. fucking dude's name? I just, that's just us. We're just bleeding George. all over the place, looking like hell. But, boom, boom. Like George Forma do the rope-a-dope. I think didn't I, I thought Ali did the rope yeah, dope against Ali. Foreman. Yeah, I think uh, you're a little backwards, that's, but uh, that's that's fine. Fine. I yeah, felt that. It's good. It's all right. Good. Sorry. Everyone should go watch that documentary. I want you to go write your column for Boxing Weekly or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I'm not up on the the the, the pugilism world like you are. Uh, just me and George Plimpton just yeah. trading some uh, trading some fucking stories about uh, being ringside. <laughs> ringside for uh, the the, bra- the Brooklyn Brawler or whoever, the Polish Prince. The Polish Prince. <laughs> oh, that was a NASCAR driver. Oops, never mind. Alan Kalinke. All right, we'll be back. Ne- <laughs> we'll be back next week. See you later. All right, cue the music. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.